what they don't realize and this is something that I'm absolutely guilty of as well and this is why I found it so profound when I read it is that you have to go through the experience to get the results you have to go through the experiments to get the results you have to go take the risks to get the results without risks there are no results without experiments without failure there is no success so sometimes you're going to have to go and knock on those doors and that's what it all comes down to i think from you know looking at it from a boldness point of view saying that the bolder you are and going and pursuing these possibilities pursuing these these opportunities uh, the quicker you can see if that is meant for you or if it's not if it's not there's nothing there's absolutely nothing wrong with that I mean, failure is only one step closer to success. Failure is only one step closer to achieving the results that you want to achieve as well. Hey everyone, welcome to the RLT podcast where we share some real life tools, tips and tricks to help you not only discover, but also reach your ultimate goals. <laughs> welcome back to the Real Life Tips podcast, everyone. We're so excited to have you back here with us again for a brand new episode. This is episode number 17 and I am your host, as always, Mono. You're joined by Leon as usual, episode 16, as Mono just mentioned. Um, very, very happy to be here, happy to speak to you guys, happy to um, you know, shed some light on some topics and share some knowledge that we've uh, dove into a little bit over the past week. I'm actually going to take us straight into the topic tonight. I think uh, this is going to be one of those that a lot of us have thought about, but um, maybe um, haven't actually gone deep into why we have these feelings or what these feelings actually cause as far as making decisions and stuff like that is concerned. Now, if you if you recall, we actually did an episode about analysis paralysis a while back. Uh, this actually ties into that a little bit and it's got to do with boldness. So boldness is obviously the process of taking action or, um, you know, being able to evaluate certain criteria very, very quickly and then taking an action that takes you towards the goal that you want to achieve. That's basically what boldness is about. And if you think about the whole concept of analysis paralysis, boldness is the opposite of that. That is actually where you have the ability to cut through all the BS make your choices and actually take an action. So yeah, Marne, that's what we're going to be discussing tonight. We're going to dis uh, discuss a few concepts. We'll also go over a couple of books that go into detail about this. That's been extremely profound and it's going to definitely assist those of you out there that are struggling a little bit with procrastination and inaction. Um, so yeah, Marni, what do you think? Yeah, I'm very, very excited about this topic specifically, Leon. I know that you shared this specific TEDx talk with me a couple of weeks ago, and it was so interesting to understand or to sort of dissect the understanding that Jennifer Cohen has about this whole idea of, you know, mm. uh, and how she extrapolates the idea that a lot of people tend to overthink things. A lot of people tend to put too much attention to detail, and they don't really take an approach of just going for it, right? Now, I think there's, a, there's ample amount of content that speaks around it, but really I feel that in this specific talk, Jennifer really, really caught the attention of individuals like ourselves who are constantly faced with this challenge, right? Where we, mm, we, mm. we constantly are presented with opportunities 
and or we constantly look for those opportunities and once we get presented by them we don't necessarily know what to do with it we don't know whether we should take an action pull the trigger jump and actually discard our fears entirely and just really go for it and so it's it's going to be really really interesting leon i'm, I'm really amped to hear a little bit more from your side in the sense because i see you as a bold person i've mentioned this before you're quite a bold person when it comes to making certain decisions in life and i absolutely want to learn you know how to adopt that sort of mindset as well so extremely amped on mm. sharing this content with our listeners today by the way we will link the full tedx talk that we're referring to in the show notes as we usually do but leon where exactly where do we start with this topic i'm, I'm not quite sure because there's so many angles from this so please okay, please cool. take so, us through it um as you just mentioned every once in a while in life and I guess for us that are constantly seeking for betterment and improvement and so on, maybe the, the challenges presents itself a lot more frequently than for other people. But you're going to face these, um, let's call them um, pivot points in your life or where life forks into two different directions. And on the one side is certainty and on the other side is uncertainty. And usually on the certainty side, it's it's predictable it's the same same it's a comfort zone it's something that you are used to and on the other side it could be the potential of something amazing but you are uncertain so what you do and what most of us do and this is due diligence this should be done by all the people in the world we're not saying that you shouldn't actually start evaluating pros and cons and things like that but everyone starts with a bit of a process of evaluating that opportunity, whether it's a new career path or a new hobby that you want to get into or a, a new relationship that you want to in, uh, enter into or whatever it might be that's um, you know, a significant decision in your life that you need to end up making. Um, we start by analyzing pros and cons. We try and see five years and 10 years from now, where did it lead us? And then we go into the analysis phase and that's where a lot of us get stuck. And for some reason, many of us and most of us, I, I think, are programmed to be very um, cautious in a way. You know, you don't want to tread on the side of... Um, you know, uncertainty or something that's going to impact your life negatively. The older I got and the more responsibilities I started carrying and I had a family to look after, you know, the more cautious I became, the more predictable I wanted things and the more I started just kind of shying away from opportunities just because of the fact that I'm quite okay where I am. I'm in a bit of a groove and, you know, I'm in a comfort zone, etc. So the topic of tonight is actually about why that is so many times the the you know the the death of so many ideas and so many um, opportunities that you could have had and so many great things that could have happened is usually dies very very quickly in your head already just because of an assumption that you made that it will fail. So yeah, you're quite right. I actually came across this uh, TED talk that absolutely summarized it to the point and we will like Martin said uh, link that into the description for you guys to go and see it's from a lady called Jen Cohen it was a TED talk and it's it's titled the secret to getting anything you want in life and when you think about it that way that's when you start realizing listen 
if I'm presented by opportunity and the only thing I ever do is taking the easy way out or the predictable way out or staying where you are because that's what you know, you will probably not um, grow at the pace that you are capable of growing at. And this could be spiritually, financially, it doesn't really matter what sense of growth or what what type of growth we are talking about, but you are literally missing out on opportunities purely because of the fact that you are stuck in a place of not being able to make a decision. I think you might relate to this a little bit. I think this actually um, relates to a lot of people, myself included. Um, It's just how do you actually control it or how do you notice when you are presented with this and you can be cognizant of the fact that this is happening again. (laughs) I'm sitting with all these decisions. I'm sitting with all this analysis and I don't know what to do. How do you identify, listen, this is this is just happening all over again and I'm not going to take action yet? Yeah, you know what, Leon, I think it's so similar, but it's so different to, you know, what I'm experiencing with analysis paralysis that we discussed in the previous episodes. And, and I'll tell you why I say that is because the, the, the way that analysis paralysis kicks in usually is, you know, when you have something that you absolutely have to get done. You know you have to get it done, but you're stuck. You're paralyzed by the amount of options that you have available to yourself, and that just paralyzes you entirely. Now, what I loved about this specific TED Talk is, you know, Jennifer speaks to not only when you're presented with a specific opportunity, but rather being bold and going out and looking for opportunities and looking for for possibilities and actually actively Mm. going out and taking action towards the goals that you want to achieve, towards the vision, towards the destiny that you want to achieve. Hence her titling the entire talk, you know, the secret to getting anything you want in life. And I feel that that is in itself just so, so, so powerful. It's saying that uh, if I know what I want, you know, as opposed to waiting for the opportunities to present itself, right? Sure, first and foremost, there's a couple of things that happen when you define what you want in life. Once you define what you want in life, you sort of your eyes open up to possibilities all around you. So all of a sudden you start seeing possibilities around you that you might not have seen in the past. Number one, number two, right? Once you know what you want in life, you can actually go out and go look for a lot of those opportunities. I give an example, right? So if mm-hmm. I know that I want to become a real estate investor, right? Um, it's it's a fairly simple example, but if I know that I want to become a real estate investor, I know how much revenue I want or return on investment I want with the money that I want to invest, I would instantly know what to go out and look for, right? Instantly, I would go and look for opportunities in those markets, in those specific areas that would yield as much ROI or return on investment uh, as you know that what I'm looking for in that specific deal or in my investment uh, portfolio in a itself, right? So all of a sudden, these possibilities just explode all around me. And it's saying, you know, coming from that standpoint of saying, be bold, be bold, don't hold back and take what you want, right? And take each and every single opportunity that gets presented to you, analyze it quickly and move on, move into action. And that's the beauty of it. all. Yeah, sure. I completely agree with that. And you're quite right. The idea of boldness and the way that it's explained in this scenario is actually going and finding opportunity and trying to actually improve your circumstance. And I think 
you know, when it comes to finding opportunities, and this is one of the lessons that I learned from this um, specific episode, but I've also now, uh, it, it's a resounding fact in the industry that you will miss 100% of the shots that you do not take. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you, if you're not going to take the chance, you'll never, ever know whether you would have even made it. Absolutely. And the other thing that's a, that's a resounding fact in the industry is that you should work on a 10% target. You should be very comfortable and attuned to failing. You should actually practice failing and failing fast. And there's the saying about failing fast as well. So nine times out of 10, you're probably going to fail, but it's that one out of 10 times that you make it. That's truly, truly magnificent. And you need to really do it for the passion. You should always try and do something that's going to be coming from a different part of your body than just your mind. Again, the mind is actually what's going to hold you back. There's a little bit of passion and uh, creativity and curiosity inside you that are actually going to drive it through if you don't think about it too much. The thing is that most of us start with the lists and we start with the research and we start with everything that can go wrong. And many of us, myself included, are wired to actually look for the hundred reasons why something will go wrong instead of thinking about the two, three or four amazing reasons that can make it the best idea in the world. And we really need to get out of that. That is the epitome of a comfort zone and that's the you know that is exactly how dreams get lost and never ever get followed through so the idea is just entirely about being bold being bold doesn't mean to be dumb it doesn't mean that you just ration you know rationalize everything in your head and create you know do something abruptly without thinking about it that's not boldness boldness is taking calculated measures but then actually doing something and not sitting still and allowing your mind to drift off for hours and for weeks and for months and for years on end thinking about something but actually taking that step and doing it and once you do it you need to be careful on um, how much you're willing to give away during doing it if you see that it's uh, you know you will probably have thought of a way to test the theory um, and there's another specific talk that I listened to the other day from um, one of the co-founders of Netflix. I forget his name now. Um, I believe you're busy with the book. Uh, Mark Randolph, I think. Yeah, Mark Randolph. Mark Randolph actually said he, he completely believes in the quicker you can fail, the faster you can move on to something. And the, and the data that you get from failure is what you use to actually project forward much faster than you would if you just take your time to fail. Absolutely. So, yeah. for example, if you want to um, start a, I don't know, dry cleaning business, the quickest way to find out whether it will work is put a poster on your door that says dry cleaning here, you know, and if people pass by and they knock um, or, you know, you can even say knock if you need dry cleaning. And if people knock, you know, it's a viable business and you move into the next. That's the quickest way to test the theory. Oh, Don't go buy a machine, find a space, do outdoor marketing just for it to fail once you're thousands of dollars in. And I think this is, again, why boldness keeps us from our dreams is because we we start with the end in mind, which is not the wrong way around, mm. but we start mm. by actioning the end game. Mm. Mm. That end game will come and it's going to take baby steps, then it's going to take crawls, then mm. it's going to, you're going to stand up, you're going to walk, then you're going to run, then you're going to sprint. Yeah, absolutely. But you can't 
start with sprinting? You know, what do you think? No, for it? sure. I think definitely in, in so many cases, like you said, you start with the end in mind, but you also start with the fear of where you're supposed to end up, right? I'll tell you why I say that is because a lot of the yeah, times... The expectation. Exactly, right? So you want to reach the top of the mountain, right? And instantly you're at the bottom of the mountain. You haven't even started climbing. And already you're thinking, mm. but what if I get to the top and I've got a fear of heights, right? That's the, that's mm -hmm. the best example that I can give in that scenario like that because it's happened to me time and time again where I think that I want to get started with something I look at the top of the mountain and I think, but if I get to the top, I'm going to have a fear of heights, right? But you know what happens in actual reality is if you just, if you didn't think that mm. far, if you, if, if you knew that you want to get to the top of the mountain and you know what step one is, you know what step two is, you proceed with that. What you don't realize is that by the time that you get to the top of the mountain, you know, you've gained so much experience of looking down that you've lost your fear of heights entirely. All right. And I'm going to put mm. that into a, a real life example as well, Leanne, because that's the first thing that I thought of when you when you mentioned this is that, you know, when I came out of school, I've told you the story before, I think long ago, when I came out of school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. So what I did is I pretty much printed out a bunch of copies of my resume or my CV and I walked into the very first mall the closest mall to my house I walked in there didn't have a car didn't have anything was still staying with my parents and I just knew that I needed to get a job right I didn't know what I wanted to do but I did know that it would be pretty cool to working in IT because it just sounded really cool right I just looked back like <laughs> I imagined looking back at my life uh, or or you know in 10 or 15 years and someone asks you hey so what are you doing you're like yeah I'm in IT now so it just really sounded pretty cool but what I did is I actually walked into the mall and the very first IT or tech tech shop that I saw I went in there and I sort of noticed that they had a, a poster on that uh, on the wall that said that you know, they were recruiting and you know there were some prerequisites or requirements and uh, expertise required to actually fill the position but that didn't stop me. So I figured, well, obviously I was, I was quite scared. I mean, I was, I was 18 years old. So, and you're quite frightened of like, what is this grown up world and all that. But I walked in there, I handed them my resume and I told them, Hey, look, I know that you guys are looking for people. Um, honestly, I'm not qualified, but you know, have a look at it. I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to work and all of that. And I promise you not even two or three days later, they phoned me back for an interview. And interview didn't mean anything. I mean, <laughs> back then it was quite a big deal, but I figured, oh, you know what? Uh, I've heard of a lot of people that go for interviews and they don't even make it through and that doesn't really help at all. They don't get the job at the end of the day. But I went for this interview and I promise you it was the most fearful experience that I've ever experienced in my entire life besides, yeah, except for holding a spider. <laughs> but that's a story for another day. <laughs> but anyways, so I got there and yeah, I figured, okay, it's going to be cool. You know, you're going to sit down. These guys are going to ask you some questions. Uh, I mean, you don't have a criminal record or anything. You're just fresh out of high school. You don't have a experience but they know that because they had a look at your resume so there's nothing really to be afraid of but it didn't go anything like that i promise you i got there and these guys laid out they stripped a computer clean like parts laying everywhere and they asked me to build this computer from scratch and that was the most 
frightening experience of my whole life because I stood there and I knew I'm never going to get this job. <laughs> There's absolutely no way that I'm going to figure out how to put these parts together. A lot of those parts I've never even seen in my life. Uh, a lot of them I've heard about or read about in high school, you know, during my IT classes and all of that. But I've never had to build a PC from scratch. I wasn't a gamer freak, you know, like like you were or a lot of my friends were back then. So I'd never really built uh, gaming PCs and stuff like that. Fast forward, I promise you I got that job. I got that job. And why? Because I was bold. I was bold enough to say, even mm, though you exactly. guys required three years of experience and two separate certifications that I absolutely didn't have time or money for uh, because I, I'm just fresh out of school. I still applied for the job. I still got it. And I still stuck to that industry, you know, fast forward 10 years, almost 11 years later, and I'm still in the IT industry today. So it really just comes to show that if I had to look back at a lot of the challenges that I face in my job today or in my career today, I would never have gotten started, right? But now the difference yeah, is that true. I'm now better equipped to handle that. So absolutely, you're right. You're right. No, 100%. That, yeah. And the thing is, the thing that we don't see of, let's, let's for example, take your uh, success in your career, is that that first step of boldness um, creates confidence. And once you get more confident, you start making more bold decisions without noticing that they're bold. And other people might see oh, them yeah. as bold, but Absolutely. you start seeing them as the norm, mm -hmm. which means you start exponentially growing uh, versus procrastinating and, and actually going nowhere. Mm. I mean, if you actually break up boldness, um, if, you, if, you look at the, uh, if you look at the dictionary, it's the first time in all of these shows <laughs> that I'm going to bring about the dictionary. Uh, <laughs> it's the willingness to take risks. And then I want to work through these three things. It's to act innovatively with confidence or courage. Mm. All right. Now that is actually the first time that uh, a dictionary makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> so firstly is innovative. So it's again, like we explained in the beginning, boldness allows you the opportunity to do something different do something innovative, do something that is not within your comfort zone and actually force yourself out of that comfort zone mm. and see what's on the other end. And if it fails, make sure it fails fast and then you can move on to the next thing. Don't let your emotions get in the way and, and you go sit in a rut and think about, wow, that was a huge fail and you know I've got mud on my face and everyone's laughing. Get up and try the next thing. As we said, 10%, just aim for that 10% success. So go and fail 10 times so that you can make it work once. Uh, confidence and courage, those are two things that I really try and instill even in my children. I mean, I've always noticed throughout my life and I work on these, I try and work on these because I wasn't naturally born courageous and confident. But I try and instill courage and confidence in both of my children because I've seen it in other people and I know that they have it easier in life. Uh, in many, many ways. It's not just in success as far as business is concerned. It's it, it really spills over into everything that they do. Just seems to go well. They seems to they seem to bounce back from life's challenges faster than most, etc. So confidence and courage is two components that you do need in order to be bold. You're not going to be able to be bold if you're going to be scared, mm. <laughs> you know, mm. and, and afraid of what's on the other side. You have to kind of be confident and courageous. Then it also mentions that it's the quality of having a strong, vivid and clear appearance. So you kind of need to be creative as well. 
you need to think about the opportunity apart from its uh, nuts and bolts. So take it apart and look at it nuts and bolts. Yes, I think an analytical brain can figure out whether something can work or not. But the opportunity won't be there if it's not possible to make it work to begin with. You already know that you can make that thing work. You need to find a vivid, clear and a strong idea of how you can do that differently or better than everyone else. That way you will actually be able to be successful. The opportunity being there already means that there's some sort of a need or something that you notice that's worth pursuing. So that's another very important thing. To get back to the uh, confidence and courage thing. So I like the way that you always bring up stories about your past. I've actually not done many of those, but um, when I was in school, I'll, I'll tell my first little vulnerable tale <laughs> from, my, from, my, from my growing up. Um, I was quite musical, actually, it, and it, you know most people that know me now will completely disagree or not know about it at all because I don't seem that way anymore. But I was quite musical and talented, and I played guitar and all those things. And my mom would definitely like try and involve me in all the different competitions and our Stedfords and all those things, and I hated it. But I I hated the disappointment of saying now I can't do it even more. So I would literally just fake it. I would mm. pretend, like from a young age, I would pretend that I've got confidence and I'd pretend that I don't feel scared or anything like that. And I would go stand there shaking internally, but no one ever thought that I was scared. Everyone thought, wow, what a confident boy. Yes, I think in the first five seconds you could hear my voice trembling a little bit, but you 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 hear that from Justin Timberlake going live. <laughs> I mean, the best yeah. of the best still tremble a little bit in the beginning. But other than that, I really faked it really, really well. And um, I read an article, uh, you know, during my research for this topic that actually mentioned this as well as far as boldness is concerned. Sometimes just fake it a little, you know, just pretend that you are already bold and then the the choices just kind of fall into place and start making those mistakes and again it's about learning how to fail and uh, practicing how to fail that's actually going to build your boldness and going to give you more confidence as crazy as that might sound um, it, it you know you don't just get confident from um, successes you get confident from failures that you're able to overcome mm. stand up and go back and fight again that also builds confidence but more importantly that actually builds courage and you need both of those aspects and actually to actually be successful at you know identifying opportunities and boldly blasting through them and trying to make a success of them yeah absolutely that actually reminds me of you know, something that I read somewhere in a book, I can't recall where it was from, but I read something similar in one of Robert Kiyosaki's books as well. It's the fact that the mind, and we've spoken about this perhaps way back in one of our first episodes briefly, um, but I've always wanted to to sort of share this story as well. And I've, I've spoken to my girlfriend about it a number of times, is that the mind can be so limiting. And I think in the book yeah. that I read it in the analogy that they used is it's like fleas in a jar right so uh, and there was actually yeah. an experiment uh, conducted in that specific book that they spoke of as well um, there was an experiment conducted that you know if you put fleas in a jar and you put the lid on right fleas can jump i don't know three meters five meters they can jump extremely far right if you put them in a jar mm. and you put the lid on right leave them in there for long enough and if you take the lid off 
they won't jump out at all. And that's the best analogy hmm. that I've ever come across in the sense of how we limit our minds to the possibilities and to the things that we can achieve, right? It's saying that when we believe we can't achieve something or we sort of limit ourselves in that, in that saying that we don't have the confidence, we don't know if we should take the risk, we don't know if we should make the hmm. next step in our lives, right? If we limit ourselves to that belief system that nothing out there will work out because of the fear and all of that, right? like fleas in a jar if you remove that lid eventually you won't jump out of that jar at all ever no matter how far you were initially designed to jump no matter how all of the things that you were initially designed or destined to achieve if you limit your mind in that regard you absolutely won't get through so it's it's so powerful leon i totally and completely yeah, and really, utterly agree that's with a you. really good one yeah, I think that's a very good way, I hope, for most of our listeners to actually remember the concept. So when you are faced with a, I don't know, a difficult choice or an opportunity, those can sometimes be the same thing or be completely different mm -hmm. things. But um, think about the, the fleas in the jar one. I'm actually going to, I'm going to go write that one down <laughs> myself. But actually, you mentioned Kiyosaki. So Kiyosaki also said in his book that um, often in the real world, it's not the smart that get ahead, but the bold. Mm. Um, so, you know, amongst the very, very uh, successful, this is already a well-known fact. It's just, it goes against logic and it goes against most people's grain. Um, some of the other things that I came across researching the topic, and this I think makes a lot of sense to me as well, is the whole concept of EQ versus IQ. Mm -hmm. So emotional intelligence versus, um, you know, intellectual capability. And this is, this is 100%, I think, also a part of boldness versus intelligence, where EQ gives you the ability to actually transgress that part in your brain that wants to emotionally interfere with everything. I think if you, you know, um, if you go Google how the brain works and obviously the different hormones and everything that gets uh, released, but if you look at the brain stem where the spinal cord comes in that's where the messaging comes into the brain but then it needs to go through the limbic system to the frontal lobe where all the rational thinking actually happens so more often than not if you don't have emotional intelligence every single choice you make has to go through the limbic system it has to go through the part of your brain that feels that makes you feel things and that's where fear starts that's where i can't do it that's where um you know doubt and all those ideas formulate from there where you, what you should actually do is just allow your brain to go to the rational part and ration about the idea and use both of those uh, areas of the brain to complement each other rather than always just thinking negatively and adversely and again that comes down to the analysis paralysis again where you then have the option and you need to have the right intellectual capability to think about the um, opportunity or, or decision that's presenting itself and use both your EQ and your IQ to find the best potential way forward without making any of those two parts of the brain, um, you know, uh, take over completely and make the decision for you. So it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's actually a difficult concept. It's not something that I think is as forthcoming as just saying, listen, start being bold. Mm. I think mm. if you tell people to just be bold, I think we all would have been bold by now. <laughs> um, most people, unfortunately, aren't, um, you know, 
even myself in some regards play it safe to be honest nine times out of ten mm. you know and and it's just because boldness uh brings again uncertainty it brings having to do stuff that's out of your comfort zone and testing the theories and making sure that you prove people wrong and all those things that a lot of people find uncomfortable but again it's about doing that regularly and doing that as fast as possible so that you can actually grow to your biggest potential if that's not your objective and you're completely fine with just staying as you are for the rest of your life there's com there's absolutely nothing wrong with that either but for the people that do get opportunities coming up in their head or opportunities coming across their lives or ideas that they have for those people that struggle to pursue those this is uh, you know this messaging is really for you i know that there's a lot of people um, that's completely fine with just you know for example being a parent it's fulfilling for a lot of people that's what they want to do for the rest of their life and that's completely fine or there's some people that wants to be a general practicing doctor um you know and they might have been able to go into surgery or i don't know general general surgeon or whatever but if they want to just be a doctor that's completely mm -hmm. fine we're not talking about you have to always just grow and be better this is this messaging is not for you then it's for the guys that have those opportunities and then think back and say ah oh, damn i should have tried yeah. i should have done yeah. something rather than being um regretful of not taking the step mm. this tools and 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 the messaging here will help you hopefully next time when this occur um help you make the right decision yeah absolutely leon i think it's so important to to understand the fact that you're uh, and you you spoke of this earlier on when you said you know be bold and if you want to uh try something try it fail and fail fast and move on right and that really just reminded me of again you know something that i came across somewhere in my life where it said that if you're in sales for instance you know take sales as an as an example mm -hmm. uh, you have to knock on a hundred doors for one door to open right but it's if mm, you don't mm. know which door it's going to be right it might be door number 15 it might be door number 60 it might be door number nine number 99 or door number 100 but either way you have to knock on a hundred doors to get one door to open to get one yes for a person to buy something from you and i think 100%. that really applies to a lot of opportunities that we get presented with as well uh, and lost opportunities opportunities that we do not uh, pursue or possibilities that we don't even think of taking or risks that we don't think of taking is the more risks you take the the quickest you can fail the quickest you fail is yeah. the quickest you'll achieve those results as well succeed yeah of, co of course without yeah. and and i actually want to do a dedicated topic to this at some point in the future as well yeah but there's we something should. very very interesting that i read now recently as well where um it was pointed out that you know everybody wants results without failure or without experiments all right everybody mm. wants success without failure they wanted to Easily. exactly but what they don't realize and this is something that i'm absolutely guilty of as well and this is why i found it so profound when i read it is that you have to go through the experience to get the results you have to go through the experiments to get the results you have to go take the risks to get the results without risks 
there are no results. Without experiments, without failure, there is no success. So sometimes you're going to have to go and knock on those doors. And that's what it all comes down to, I think, from you know, looking at it from a boldness point of view, saying that the more mm. the, the bolder you are and going and pursuing these possibilities, pursuing these, these opportunities, uh, the quicker you can see if that is meant for you or if it's not. If it's not, there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I mean, failure is only one step closer to success. Failure is only one step closer to achieving the results that you want to achieve as well. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. And, you know, going back to Mark Randolph, actually co-founder of Netflix uh, that we spoke about a little bit earlier, he actually, I listened to, he was interviewed by Tom Bilyeu on one of his shows and I really enjoyed the way that this man simplifies this whole process. And I think obviously you get more and more confident the more successful you get. So I can see that, you know, he's just exuding confidence because he's had so much success. Um, But, you know, when they started off with Netflix, it, it basically there was no good ideas at the time. That's how he explained it. You know, every idea was a bad idea and there was no good ideas. And he basically says that everything... All the ideas you ever have will be bad ones unless you put in the grit and you make them good. Mm. And that was the that's that's kind of when the penny dropped for me is that, you know, every single idea out there will be terrible until you do something about it and you actually make it happen. Mm. And then you're going to fail. You're going to fail a few times, but you will win eventually and that's the perseverance that's the dexterity that you need to actually practice and you shouldn't get knocked down and stay down i think the resilience is something that i think a lot of people fail with i know of so many people that got presented with opportunities and they took a stab at it tried maybe one or two things and failed and then unfortunately didn't get back up again so they actually stopped trying way too soon and i think if they came across this message earlier or you know not just us there's a lot of people in the industry that's successful that are saying the same story is that you have to really fail a lot Mm. in order to make it work Um, but yeah i think at the end of the day you know we are here to try and see if there's any ways that you know this is all there is or whether life can be way more and way better and I think, you know, myself and Money, we're very curious always, you know, finding better ways and things that just improves life or improves other people's lives or improves concepts or, you know, challenging the status quo, basically, um, to summarize it. And, you know, the only way that we can actually do that is by doing different things and being creative. Mm. So the last thing that I want to mention before um, we, we ra- start wrapping up is creativity creativity is something that's going to be a key part of the success now so many people think when you mention the word creativity that um, you have to be able to create a very nice portrait of the mona lisa or you have to be able to you know play a very uh, uh, an instrument creativity does not just speak to the obvious people being creative in doing artful things and stuff like that Creativity means that you need to be able to control your mind and use your mind's analytical and limbic system together in what's known as mindfulness, um, which is, again, another, I think, another episode we'll have later on. And applying that mindfulness in such a way that you can balance emotion and intellect 
to um, create something. So you need to be able to take nuts and bolts so from your frontal cortex and the you know analytical part of your brain and take the emotions so maybe the people's need or whatever you want to try and fix with these nuts and bolts combine those two things and come up with either a product or a service or a, uh, whatever the case might be so creativity is something that you will have to apply it's just really important that you look beyond just the word creativity creativity as i mentioned does not just refer to people that are creative in the sense of creating art and things like that it's also the ability to take control of both sides of your brain um, and kind of use your analytical and emotional parts of your brain to actually come up with ideas and create ideas or at least find solutions to problems that you know there are so that's another key thing in order to it's, it's an exercise it's something in your brain that you need to exercise um, there's a couple of companies that I read about, um, especially marketing firms. They do this a lot. I'm not sure what they call it. It might be called sprints. But if you guys are in the sprint business and I just misquoted, I apologize. I will go and research it a little bit more. Um, but this is where they actually go into a room and they put a ton of ideas on the table and they go as quick and fast as through them as possible and immediately sift through all of them and come up with the best ideas. And this is kind of the process of exercising your creative brain um, and doing it fast and regularly so that you can actually become good at just putting out good results at the end of the day it's like anything you know what you, you pretty much what you put in is what you'll get out yeah uh, i think we did that episode as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so anyway that's that's pretty much just lost uh, something um, you know that i wanted to mention as well as to you know make sure that you apply creativity as well i think it's it's so 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 cool leon um absolutely i think you mentioned the book um you know the netflix book uh, that will that never, will work. never work that's actually yeah. something that i'm really really excited for at the moment i can't wait until i finish it i've just started i think i've just finished chapter two so yeah i'm, I'm i very very much enjoy uh, books like that one of the other books that i actually recently read well i say recently but it's actually been quite a while uh was a book by richard branson and his story screw it just mm. do it amazing you actually introduced me to that as well and there's a lot of that that can actually apply to the topic that we discussed today. So the reason I'm bringing that up is because I really want to share that with you guys. If you haven't checked out Richard Branson's book, um, screw it, just do it. Mm, I will link excellent. the audio link or the audio book link for you guys in the show notes as well of this episode. Mm, so absolutely, yeah. I feel that that's a very, very good point to start. You really just... <laughs> He really just captures the whole boldness statement. It's the first thing that I think about when I see the word boldness. Uh, and I think about it's Richard, Richard Branson. Branson. That guy he's, is amazing. He's the poster boy for boldness. <laughs> he is the poster boy for boldness. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing the way that his brain works, where he just doesn't really fear anything. Or like, I can't say he doesn't fear anything, but he challenges his fears. 100% and it yeah. shows it shows in the success that he's achieved and if you go and read the book or you go and listen to the book you'll understand that that didn't really just happen overnight this was all because of his boldness right sure yes there yeah. were some elements the fact that he was pretty much born an entrepreneur uh, or yeah mm. born with entrepreneurial traits uh, but at the same time I mean it's his boldness that really led to his massive enormous well, I would, success I would dare to say it's achieved. his best trait I really think it's his best trait mm. 
He just has the ability to identify opportunity and immediately know whether it's oh, going to be a success and, and, and just crash through it. Yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, I, I would definitely second money. That is an ex, ex, excellent book uh, to read up on um, discussing boldness and also just a really fun read. I mean, some of his life oh, yeah. stories is just mm. so ridiculous. The stuff that he shares that he, <laughs> that he did um was was absolutely insane sorry man I no absolutely there, but yeah, get excited for his book no really. no same same it was one of those those books that and as i explained previously as well one of our previous episodes is that i'm not a reader i never used to be a reader i'm a reader now and i listen to audiobooks um but you know, sometimes i still struggle i still struggle getting through some books so it really takes a lot for me to to get entrenched into a specific book and really stick to it to the end mm. and all that and this was just so simple because it was just so much fun listening to the audiobook or reading the book um as well all right i think it's time for the real life tip leon i know that you uh, mm. specifically picked this topic for today because you have some good tips, I hope, to share, uh, I trust, <laughs> to share with me and with our audience today. So so what is the first tip that you want to give to the audience today? Okay. So what is the show? Is it real life tip or real life tips? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a few. Look, these are going to be quite obvious. Um, but yeah, the, the first thing is to go find something mundane and challenge the status quo so pretty much find something that you are bored out of your mind of and change it mm. um mm. So whether it's a i don't know something in your life that's just been boring you and and you want to do something exciting or if it's even a hobby that you want to take up go if you want to start mountain biking go take money from savings go buy yourself a mountain bike this weekend and start riding and just get into the habit of making decisions faster that have you know decisions that you know have no bad side effects mm, start mm. by training yourself that way so start by just being more bold about decisions that will that you are quite confident will yeah, have i mean a good i mean don't don't empty out your bank accounts or your life savings and go buy a boat yeah no 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 no, no <laughs> i'm not yeah exactly. <laughs> Unless, <laughs> no no so a mountain bike a second hand one sure you know <laughs> from craigslist get started somewhere just um, get started yeah <laughs> yeah exactly or even just walk start walking and then just steal a bike from someone else <laughs> um <laughs> but anyways just start doing something mm. start three teaching yourself to do more than just think about stuff. And this comes down to procrastinating. So um, that's my first tip is stop procrastinating and start doing stuff. And again, you can really, really train yourself, start small and work your way up to the big decisions later on. I'm not saying that listen to this episode 17 of boldness from us and um, just go start a massive hedge fund or a huge business or rob a bank or something mm. that's that's mm. not really what the messaging is about you have to start with um, small steps as most things in life and just do something about some stuff in your life once you have that button down the next tip is to then do, mix that up with something more unexpected so something that people would look at you and say, wow, that's a little bit out of the ordinary for that person. Mm. Something that will not shock, but maybe just intrigue a lot of people and, um, you know, create some curiosity. And this is where you're going to start playing around with stuff that 
you are probably a little bit uncomfortable yourself and hence the reason people find it a little bit unexpected when you start and again start small so maybe for me it was gymming <laughs> it's a good ex it's a good example you know is to actually start exercising a lot i mean i think it's unexpected for a lot of people and most people have got bets stacked highly against me failing and um yeah so far so good so <laughs> do that do something unexpected then um the last two tips and then i'll <laughs> then i'll allow you to give some tips as well but this is kind of taking you through the process of getting where 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 you're actually more comfortable with taking some some risks and so on is you need to learn how to say no especially when you don't feel like doing something so we're not saying take each and every risk. You need to also still balance and understand what is a definite no and stick to your gut. And, and again, the gut is another really smart uh, word <laughs> for you know emotional intelligence and so on. So st still listen to your gut. If something is a no, keep it a no. And lastly, I would say, remember the tip I mentioned during the episode, pretend pretending a little bit mm. if you're not naturally bold and courageous and confident you really can fake that stuff i mean that's how actors are born yeah. <laughs> you know it's literally something that you can fake and um, i mean a lot of people think i'm just talking nonsense now but you can google it <laughs> you can actually you know get through some of these uh states of your mind by just faking it and pushing through it and not thinking about it and not allowing that part of your, you know, reptilian brain to actually take over completely your fight and flight response. And then lastly, go beyond your strengths and weaknesses, challenge yourself. So if you know what your weaknesses are, you know what your strengths are, focus on your strengths, um, but go beyond them, see what's on the other side. If you bench press 80 kilograms, and you think that's your strength, you don't really know whether you can do 100. If you just keep on doing 80. Yeah. So push, it's like the experiment you just mentioned, you know, you have to challenge yourself and go beyond what you thought was capable. And yeah, I think I that's that. just a very good recipe for success. I absolutely What's your tip? Try and do better than mine. Well, no, <laughs> there's absolutely no way I could top what you said, right? But I, I do have one to add, though, on top of that as sure. well, from, from, from what we've now discussed and sort of something that has come to mind is that again something that i read somewhere or saw somewhere or heard somewhere is that perfection is the lowest standard and this is something that i constantly mm, i wish mm, i could mm. print it out on a poster and just you know, put it up in every room in my house because That's you know good. sometimes we pride ourselves in being perfectionists and we see that as a mm. good thing but it's not always a good thing in actual fact it's been proven that perfection uh, is the lowest standard if you take too much time and you overthink something and you don't take the risk you're you're going to end up not taking action you're going to end up stagnating you're going to end up doing the exact same things that you did yesterday and the, well and the day before that and it's just never ever going to change so don't wait for something to be perfect don't wait for the perfect circumstances don't wait for tomorrow don't wait for the day uh, the next day uh, it really just comes down to saying, what is it that you want? Weigh up the pros and the cons and the risks. Obviously, take calculated risks, but know that perfection is the lowest standard in a lot of cases. All right. So let's Very quickly good. recap, Leanne. So on, on some of the tips that you mentioned, right, is do something and do it right now. 
pick something this week that you can do that you can start go out and buy a mountain bike whatever the case is right do something unexpected uh, number two number three learn to say no as well all right listen to your gut okay number four fake it till you make it this is something that personally has worked so much for me in my life uh, <laughs> i've admitted it to so many people but honestly it's so true uh, fake it till you make it. That really, really takes you through a lot of your know, building confidence uh, when you don't have confidence, uh, really pushing yourself through and, and tricking your mindset. As we mentioned, you know, the fleas in a jar. Even, even, the, even the most confident people had to at some point fake it till oh, they made it. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah, most they definitely. Just, they, they just... They didn't crawl out the womb confident. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. It, it, it doesn't work like that. So, <laughs> so yeah. fake it until you make it. And 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 the more you fake um, confidence, again, it's about growing in confidence. So stuff that you thought you faked mm. actually becomes real confidence at a later stage. Absolutely. And then the last one: go beyond your strengths and weaknesses. I've I've resonate with that so mm. much, Leon, because uh, I, I mentioned this before. But Albert Einstein said. You cannot do the same thing over and over and expect different results. So if you just yeah, do 1% better today than you did yesterday, it, you're going to be better, right? And you're going to grow and things yeah. are going to change. If you just do one thing different tomorrow, one thing that you know, that stepping outside of your comfort zone, taking that risk, right? Taking uh, that or looking for an opportunity, going out and actually looking for an opportunity, not just waiting for opportunities to present themselves. It's it's bound to change your situation is bound to change mm. so go beyond your strengths go beyond your weaknesses and always know that one step is at least one step closer don't stand still don't stagnate ladies and gentlemen boys and girls Thank you so much once again for joining this episode of the Real Life Tips Podcast. We are so excited to always have you guys here with us. And we're amped for those of you that have joined us all the way from our first episode all the way up to uh, episode number 17. We're so stoked and we're so excited to see you on the next episode. That is me signing off. Mono. You were joined by Leon as usual. Thank you very, very much for joining us. We'll see you on the next one. Cheers. Bye. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining this episode. We really hope that it inspires and motivates you. By the way, we're giving away a free five-step personal budget template that will help you take control of your financial goals. So just head over to rltstudios.com, sign up for our newsletter, and we will get that right over to you. So head over to rltstudios.com, and we will see you in the next episode. Until then, cheers. Cheers.